Yo, what's good, people? This is Caleb Bowers. Welcome to the debut episode of Uncovered, the podcast that asks all the hard questions. Um, we're super stoked today. I know I'm joined with my two co-hosts, my boys. I'm Brian Bradley, a.k.a. your girl's favorite light skin. And I'm Andre Bradley. Uh, happy to be here. This project started. Uh, excited to see where this goes. And we are joined today by... Uh, my name is Paris Gonzalez. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you guys for um, putting me on your debut episode. That means a lot. So and I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have going in the future. Thanks, man. We really appreciate that. I know that we're, you know, like I, we were just talking off air a little bit. Excited to see your, to hear your story and, uh, you know, just grow out of the situation. So why don't you just give us like a little bit of a background about who you are and like, um, I guess really like your, your motives right now and where you're at in life. Yeah, man. So like I said, my name is Paris. Um, 22 years old. Uh, currently going into my senior year next year at Western Michigan. Congratulations. So, yep. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So hopefully uh, we'll get that, you know, degree and um, finish strong. So what's your majoring in? I'm majoring in sports management. Um, I have a couple different ideas on what I want to go into. Um, my main goal right now is to do an athletic director for high school. I love high school athletics and I love, you know, watching, you know, young athletes grow. Um, but another thing that I've been talking with my uh, program advisor about is there's not, you know, a whole lot of, you know, disability, like sports organizations around the Kalamazoo area, mm. Kalamazoo Battle Creek area. So I'm like, you know what? That'd be something really cool to, you know, kick off and branch out and, you know, learn more about and how to start something up like that. So I thought, you know what? That could be something like a good move for me. And, you know, lean into that. But, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Um. Nothing too exciting about me, man. You know, like I said, 22. my best life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Trying, you know, trying to survive day by day. Yeah. Especially with everything that's going on in the world today. But you know what? Just keep on living, you know? Yeah, that's facts, dude. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. We all try and live our best life, uh, especially at this time right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. man. This thing is, uh, this whole situation has been just crazy man like i've never experienced anything like this and so it's been quite like you guys said quite the experience to uh, go through this but i know we've got some questions for you andre i think you had a couple good ones actually all right uh yeah to start this off since i've been players for uh probably like three around three to five years uh met them working at target uh helped, yeah helped them start his youtube channel a little bit back in the day so um back when that was going on uh, your YouTube channel, what ideas or techniques uh, are you trying to use to reach the masses to get out there to show so, that like even people with uh, disability can weight lift? Yeah. So that's actually a really good question. And I think especially now, like when I first started the YouTube channel three years ago and where I want, where my head was at that time, it was, you know, basically I wanted I just want to, you know, just show people like, oh, you know, you can lift. But then one day I'll sit there thinking, I'm like, you know what? It's more to that. And there's more to me that I can show others that, you know, use a wheelchair or 
others that are, you know, disabled to show them like, hey, it ain't just about working out. It ain't just about different things like that. So I got a lot of different ideas right now. As you can see, I've taken a lot of my um, videos down and I'm repackaging a lot of my stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to when a lot of that stuff comes out. But I think my main goal for when I started was just because I was bored, to be honest with you, and I needed something to do that summer besides, you know, working and, you know, just free time. So I'm like, you know what, let me start this up. I love working out. But then, like I said, I realized, like, I can show more to myself than just the Paris working out, you know. And I can show that just because you are in a wheelchair doesn't mean that you can sit you have to sit around and you know be lazy and you can basically just you can enjoy life to the fullest as someone with you know an able body and still do things maybe not as the same as them but you can still do things in that you know in a different way you know yeah for sure like i think that yeah. And I could never say that I, I can, I, you know, I know how that feeling would be because I, I don't experience that. But growing up with my uncle, who really was my closest mentor, mentor he grew up with Duchenne's muscular, muscular dystrophy. And okay. like, so I know that I, I can feel how he can continue. And he lived like the best life possible. Like he lived, right. yeah, it's actually insane. He lived double what the doctors told my family he was going to live. Like, and they just took, I mean, he had the most amazing care his entire life. And he did everything. Like we went to places all the time, all these crazy vacations in nature, all this stuff. Like, you know, and I always saw that he was living with this, like he was living with what some people would like consider, you know, maybe more of like, like a weight on their shoulders, but he just lived it up. And like, we just changed the way that we lived. And like that changed a huge perspective on disabilities, especially moving forward for me. So I know like for me getting involved with like special Olympics is super nice that we be, we were able to do that with our club that we work with. And like working mm -hmm. with that, like that organization was super, super cool. And dude, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like what you're saying with like the empowerment, you don't have to stop. Like you can live, you can live your life. Like you just have to, you know, it's just a different obstacle. That's how you got to react to it. Oh yeah. You have to, you know, you have to adapt. And I think that was one thing. And I'm, I'm truly thankful for my mother because my mother is, she's like my rock, but like she growing up, you know, like when I would go to like different doctors and, Cause I actually have, I do have muscular dystrophy mm -hmm. and I have a very rare type of muscular dystrophy. They don't really know exactly um, the type that I have, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of scary in a way, just knowing like what muscular dystrophy is. Yeah. But right. it's like, when you look at me, you know, my upper body is super strong, you know, mm -hmm. like my ligaments, my upper body, everything is close to, well, it pretty much is normal. But it's just, I don't in the gym. You already know, yeah. But it's yes, like, you know, the the muscles in my legs, they just aren't. They're very weak, and over time, you notice like they deteriorate. Mm -hmm. But I think that's another thing that helped me out is working out, um, keeping, you know, my health and my diet and everything like that, mm -hmm. keeping that to a better. I want to say better, you know, lifestyle in that aspect of my dieting, but. Just keeping, you know, things moving more. It's helped me in the long run, for sure. Yeah, man, like, quick, more power question. to than anything. Oh, my bad, yes. All right, just to build off that, didn't you go to, like, some super big, like, weightlifting expo down in 
somewhere in Ohio. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd so say, how was that experience? Yeah, man, that was that was cool, man. It was it was different, man. It's like you see, of course, you have all the people that just you know the complete you know. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? <laughs> uh. Yeah, we'll mark this one with explicit content. You're okay. straight. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you see a lot of, you know, the the, the dickheads. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the people that, you know, really, that are just in it for the, like, getting girls and um, doing it, you know, just for, for reasons other than being healthy. But then it's like you see other people that are so caring and listening to other stories. I think one thing that I took away from it was listening to the different, like, you know, wounded warriors and the guys that have lost ligaments and listening to like their stories and how they've adapted to like their new lifestyle and maybe getting like a mental edge from them and like spewing a little bit of mine into them too. And like just basically feeding off energy and motivation from others Mm -hmm. and just listening to people talk. And, um, it was awesome, man. It was a, it was a cool experience. Um, different. You think, uh, like listening and did you talk to any of them or just, you just heard them speak? Yeah, I've talked to a few of them. Um, and then listening to a lot of them speak mostly. Okay. Um, you think that's pushed you like to go further with what you're doing as far as content creation and just promoting yourself as a weightlifter? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, you have to, everything that you do in life has to have a purpose, you know? Like, you can't just, you know, you don't just do something in life and not, you know, for fun. Like, well, I mean, you do things that have fun, but at the end of the day, you do something. Like, I didn't, like I say, and I joke about, like, oh, I started YouTube because I was bored. But in reality, I started it because I had a purpose behind it and I had goals behind it. I wanted, like, what I wanted to do. And some goals they don't always kick off right away you know yep but that just you know shows hey maybe take a step back look at what you have look at what worked look what's not working see what's working and go from there and just span all that and branch all of that i i got another question for him uh, what would you say your biggest uh disadvantage would be to great looking in the future and then to follow up with that, what is your disadvantage? My biggest disadvantage with being in a wheelchair? Damn, it's like, ooh, that, that's a... Like when it comes see, to weightlifting-wise, at least. I don't know, man. See, that's the thing, like, I guess I've never really thought about that because I've never really actually looked at, like, my disadvantages. I've always taken my disadvantages and used those to my advantage, you know? That makes sense. All right, so switch the question. Yeah, that makes sense. How have you turned a disadvantage into advantage? Just, dang, y'all ask me tough questions. <laughs> and I don't know, because it's like, I guess I could show you better than, than tell you. And I think like that's always been like my mentality. And I think that's, like I said, my mom, she was the one that's always, I got that basically from my mom because my mom was always telling me like when I was growing up and I just get so frustrated with her because she's like, she would pretty much force me to do things on my own 
So later on in life, I would know how to do certain things. So it's like when I go into the gym, and like let's say I'm going to the gym without a partner, I can still get, you know, a good chest workout in just without the help of somebody else. I may not be able to do everything else, you know, by grabbing certain weights or grabbing certain things down, but I can still do the, uh, I can still do the work and still get as much out and still put, put as much in as if I was having, you know, let's say Andrew's there with me, you know, I would use him to help me out with certain, like certain things. I could still use him, but even if I didn't have him, I could still do the exercises and fix those things. That's the thing, man. It's a hard question for me to ask, like, answer because I don't really know, you know? All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand, especially if you've never been asked about it or think about it. So, yeah, it makes sense where your answer is coming from. But, yeah, it's, it's just – I just do it. You know, I don't I don't really think twice about it. You know, it's – because, like I said, man, I look at I look at everything in the gym like I look at life, you know. Every time I go into the gym, you know, it ain't going to be a perfect day in the gym. You know, just like life's not going to be a perfect day. But I use – what I have at that point of time and what I have in that moment to make the best of what I have and to push myself to like even beyond expectations and uh, keep growing and keep thriving and keep working, you know? Yeah, uh, that's definitely a good good segue into my next question, which is uh, on days where you feel unmotivated to either weightlift or create content, uh, what keeps you going? Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's your boy. That's my boy. That's your boy. Um. <laughs> then, then why, then why does he keep you going? I think it's just this whole, his whole backstory, man. It's like, you know, when you listen to a story talking about coming from the islands, and after he got kicked out of, you know, the Canadian Football League, the man only had seven dollars in his pocket, and now look at him, the man's, you know, a billionaire. The man's net worth is out of this freaking world so it's like listening to a story and you know seeing what he's able to do it's awesome and it's like i think that's another thing it's like watching him it's like he doesn't have perfect days every single day even though he has everything that he's probably ever wanted in life you know every day is not perfect so it's like he still has bad days so he's human just like me so it's like i just gotta Get up, get my game face back on, and keep moving. The story's always being written. That's like exactly. the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always being written. Every single day is going to bring new tasks, new chapters, and you got to read through it. And you have to take all the experience of reading those past ones and use those to to make that one better and to move forward. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's definitely, definitely. That that's a that's facts. Oh. Okay, so I don't know if you actually ever heard this. This is what I was asking while um, I was, like, breaking up, so I don't know what you guys heard, but at any we point... We heard nothing. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my question was, at any point, because you were talking about how you felt so much support in the fitness uh, culture and everything like that, going to the expo. My question for you, because we're the podcast that asks the hard questions, you know what I'm saying? So my question is, 
was there ever a time that you felt discriminated against? And like, how did you react to that situation? And, you know, did it, did it really kind of empower you to just even go harder? To be honest in fitness? No. Um, I've, I've never felt discriminated in fitness because I look at it. I always think another, another great quote is from CT Fletcher who's another, one of my big motivations in the fitness world. He always says, you know, at the end of the day, when you walk into the gym, a hundred pounds is a hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, a hundred pounds is going to feel the same to me, you, uh, Timbuktu down the street or whoever it is. So, no. So like, we're all the same under the bar. Okay. And so I've never really felt discriminated um, like against that. in that aspect, but in life, definitely, you know, there's, there are definitely times, um, in the workplace I felt discriminated against, yeah. but the way I just come back is. I show them like, hey, look, you know, you may be able to think that that person is a better candidate for that job, but let me show you why I would be a better candidate. Mm -hmm. Now, let me show you what I can do and how fast I can get it done. I may not be getting, I may, I may not be able to get something done in five minutes. It may take me seven, but you bet your ass in that seven minutes, I'm going to get that done to perfect better than that other person. Okay. You know, so it's okay. just showing them showing somebody like hey i can do it yeah i vibe with that yes. yeah i like that and then to go along with like your youtube and everything i noticed that you had a collaboration with uh redcon are you going to be doing anything else in the future with different collaborators or different brands uh i don't think i think right now i'm gonna take it easy um i'm thinking about starting pg fitness back up uh, my fitness brand so i'm thinking about starting that back up um so right now it's just taking it easy doing what i gotta do but i'm not opposed to you know anybody coming my way shoot me an email sign in my dm they want to do a collab let's talk business let's talk business okay quick side note uh when you about to get andre scrawny ass in the gym <laughs> i've been trying i've been trying see but andre he just dishes me because uh, what, what Andre does is he tells me, oh, I'm eating that chicken and broccoli every day and rice. And then I'm like, all right, well, where's the gym at? He's like, I went this morning. But I don't see him in the gym. I see him in the gym maybe once a month. So he's just dodging me. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got one more question. Besides making videos, uh, what's something that you can do to motivate others with disability disabilities? Uh and then do you see yourself becoming an advocate at all? So I think I, I definitely could see myself becoming an advocate for sure. Um I think that's definitely that 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 is one of that is a goal for sure. Um and I think especially in today's world, we live in such a powerful social media world that I can use that to my advantage and spreading positivity that way because it's like i can post a video on youtube but it's like yes youtube's a very big platform but there's instagram there's twitter facebook. there's facebook there's pretty much anything nowadays shoot now there's TikTok that's exploding so it's like i can use pretty much everything to my advantage nowadays and i think that's what's, so, that, that's what's so great about you know, today's technology-based world. 
Shameless plug. Follow us on TikTok at <laughs> Uncover Pod. <laughs> He's not wrong though. Yeah. Check us out on TikTok. I, I like um, that. Yeah, you, you gotta gotta throw that in there. TikTok at Uncovered Pod. Also on Instagram is the same. Um, also, we got a brand new Spotify playlist, which you'll probably be able to check out when you go check out this podcast. It's called Uncovered Faves. Check that out. Got some fire in it. Um, yeah, we just want to wind this down, Paris, by saying thank you for coming on. Um, this entire conversation to be our, you know, our first real episode, like recording it in a session. It, it was great, dude. Like, <laughs> thank you thank so you guys. much. That means truly means a lot. Truly means a lot. Seriously, yeah. thank you guys. No, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah. We hope to have you back someday. Uh, maybe when you blow up on YouTube or <laughs> whatever route you're going. I won't forget y'all. I won't forget y'all. Just don't forget yeah. me when don't forget me when this blows up. Thanks. Yeah, thanks don't for go, uh don't go high coming on. on to, yeah, thanks for coming on to our first episode. Um once you make it big, I got your royalty check for you. Right, no, I'll, I'll be waiting. I know I know there's a couple people that I'm gonna come after right now for my royalty checks, but <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what happens about that. But Get all right, well. But seriously, though, thank you, guys. It means a lot. Yeah, It's really sure, cool. Loved it. Uh, hopefully, you know, you, you keep tuning in to uh, Uncovered Pod here on Spotify. Thanks for joining us here. Um, shout out to Paris again, and peace out. I know you're but don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.